Don't think you'll ever find a real one Life sometimes can make you feel that way It gets better when you still want Don't get distracted by this game we play Welcome to another episode of the Breaking Bread Podcast on Bread TV, where we cultivate a community of creators over the finest of cuisine. This is your A Mike Hassan, aka Taye, aka Sukomi, aka Olokun, aka the Nigerian Clarence Avant. Go Google that. Clarence, yo, <laughs> this nigga is crazy. This is your B Mike, man. Abdulaziz Oladi Meji Omotayo Sanusi, aka Meji Two Times, aka Oladi Two, aka Bikozi, aka Organic Spicy Ginger, aka Lord Hydro Boost, aka Heineken Virus, aka Zaza Radio, man. First and foremost, we would like to thank and appreciate everyone for tuning in. Remember to follow our socials and subscribe to our YouTube channel, everything listed in the description. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with Creative or anyone you think could use some bread. Bam. Oyakchop. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, here we are, yet another week of quarantine. Um, you know, life is progressing. You know, life stopped, but it hasn't stopped. If you understand what I'm saying, how how how's your mental doing? Um, you know, during these these Who, times. Me? Yeah, I feel like I'm coping better and better as the days go. Uh, you just realize all the shit you have control over. And all the other things you don't have control over, you stop stressing about the things that are out of your hands, out of your real house. Uh, you start, you know, giving things to God more, mm. taking better care of yourself, uh, drinking more water, put more hair milk in the curls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just worried about keeping me intact. You know what I mean? I um, and I think that things are lining up uh, for me to be in a better position to take care of myself as of late. And I think it has to do with my mentality shift. Around this whole COVID nineteen thing, I feel you. Well, I have a I have a question to ask you live on the air. Um, are you officially switching over the title? Hmm. Damn. Because this is you know for for those that don't know for those not aware of you know of the dynamics of this show of of the dynamics of me, I've been a title user um, for for many months. I think I'm gonna go black, man. Yeah, titles a streaming service, music streaming service. Title is just service. lit. I've been yeah. yo. You know what? To be honest, bro, it's black owned. When, when title Stop saying for... you support black owned business and 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 you don't you know c- continue. I, I don't want to stop your rant, but niggas be saying they support black owned business and still listen to Apple Music. Man, you be on IG talking about you support black. Without me talking about black and being black, because niggas know I'm black. Title's user interface is fucking fire. I know niggas that work for Title. I like all the content that they putting out, all the exclusives, the car tests and shit. I'm not, they not, I don't give a fuck about, you know, Bon Jovi. Shout out Bon Jovi. You feel me? And Title got Bon Jovi too. If, they if got that all that you need, but they clearly are prioritizing a certain type of content that I identify with and consume. So that's where I'm about to go, man. And shout out Siege too, man. Shout out my man CJ. We're going to get him on the show pretty soon too. About like you know he he does some graphic design and uh, you know augmented reality virtual reality work and shit for title man I just think I I think title from when I first used it I like that the app was just dark 
I like the, you know, the user, the, you know, I'm a tech nigga. So the application, the way that the app is developed means a lot to me. And I feel like that shit is even way more user friendly than a lot of other shits. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the algorithm to find related artists when you put the radio stations on is way better. It's way more, um, they, they do a better job of like pushing unreleased and like lower, you know, less known artists to you. Like, this, I don't this, know. This is what I want to do. Yeah, you know, especially speaking of Siege, you know, because he's from where's he, where's he from? I think he went to like City, bro. He's from Baltimore. So even like I or Polly, I want to get, I want to get, and this is this is tough, you know, especially um, you know, with the type of music that I'm about to mention. But I want to get Go Go on streaming services. Nigga, title is the place to do it. And the, you know, ain't Katie signed to Rock Nation? Yeah, yeah. So so it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird because a lot of the um. A lot of the uh, content is remakes. Of, of Go-Go. Yeah, a lot yes. of the Go-Go is remakes. So that might be a little tricky. That's actually probably why Go-Go is in there anywhere. But, is I mean, because I'm not 100% familiar with Go-Go. So is, uh, is some of it, like, not... Like, what percentage no. is not remakes? Oh, tuh. Like a it very depends what genre. Right? I think when Gogo first came out, you think of the Chuck Brown era and, you know, yeah, exactly. back in the days, exactly. that's when it was original. Exactly. Um, With... Again, just the way that culture shifts, content shifts, the music scene shifts, you know, in DC and things of that nature. Um, radio, we talk, well, this is pre streaming. It's like to be hot, niggas still, there was still like a viral, a virality. Yeah. Niggas still wanted to do that. So, like, it was very, very um, focused or it was very intentional on what songs the go go, you know, TCB reaction, so, new impressions. They was picking records to remake because they were popular. So if we were hypothetically speaking to get all like original go go records on streaming services, would that even be worth it? Is that the hottest shit? I think so, because it's a large pop like listen, because go go is something that I feel like uh is diminishing a bit just because there's no like go go's. Like the actual event is not as uh prevalent. Um a large part of the era, a large part of the group that would listen to Go-Go anyway still appreciates that stuff, you know, because that's an older generation, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like I feel like even, like, uh, doing a documentary, because Tidal does do a lot of, like, exclusive video content, um, I think doing, like, a documentary on, like, Go-Go or even, like, a fucking tour, like, a Go-Go tour. Go-Go can't uh, tour, bro. Why? Gogo can't tour. Why? Gogo is way too local of a music form. Uh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's I think way it's, too local because it's not even like a. It's not even like there's a Gogo act that has left the no, DMV. I, I think you could sell it as a party. Oh yes, you, yeah. I mean, ah, I think you could. It'd sell be it a as tough a party. sell, but it'd be a tough sell for a lot of people because it's not like you're gonna just play Gogo music the whole time, bro. I think that um, I, you know what I think. You know, anything is possible, first and foremost. And I just think that, you know, D.C. has enough recognition and, you know, certain artists from D.C. have enough recognition to whereas even if it's not like a fully go-go thing, I think that you could you could shape it as a traveling party and literally have the go-go bands, you know, they could even they could even um, function as bands for the artists if if you if no you they do yeah saying. nah and then just do like a go go set like there's ways to do this all I'm saying is if niggas shot a documentary of that tour of just like trying to like showcase 
this thing or just like you know glorifying these these bands that like had such a deep meaning like if niggas found a way to do that and just put it on title like i feel like that would be the perfect way especially you know if title premieres it as you know something like um you know because like when, when they do these certain exclusive things like when they put streets is watching on title or even when they do like the memorial for nipsey or kobe or shit like that like that shit gets, gets global recognition whether whether you you know were, were originally gonna click on it or not you know what i'm saying like just certain things like that bro i don't know i feel like title is the perfect streaming platform to do that because they're past just trying to give you the music like, Nah, title is the perfect platform for it if we're talking about that i agree with you in terms of like selling it's just gonna be a lot of paying it forward a lot of work that has to be done before niggas ever give a fuck about it and my question to you in rebuttal would be like, why don't why don't you think any of that has happened with these artists that we have that have these platforms that would be you know at the forefront that that do have enough pull to make shit um, move? Why do you think that it hasn't happened yet? Why hasn't what happened? This go like this work to to bring GoGo to a larger. What do you think the disconnect is? Maybe people are working. To, to, to put Gogo on a different forefront and bring it to the world and shit, but like, what do you think? Like, like, what, like, what is it? What is it? Because niggas don't know. A lot of people watch this KD doc, and that's the first time they ever heard of what Gogo was. And yeah. on top of that, they heard it and don't fuck with it. Yeah. Um. What I'll say is, you know, I, I I don't know. I'm not an insider. I'm an outsider. But from the outside looking in, it looks as if there's a lot of division. There was a lot of division. Um, in the culture, and you know, and and division will never carry you outside of your surroundings. Um, that, you know, that's just what it looks like. That's what I've heard in ter- just in terms of like you know the energy, just you know certain things. Um, I also think that people um, love what GoGo was, but aren't interested in what GoGo can or will be. I think a lot of people may or may not have accepted what it was. For, you know, have accepted that it will be what it was. You know what I mean? Like they're okay with it being a nostalgia piece. Um, me personally, I I never experienced it. You know, I never I never saw it in real life. I've been to I've been to like two gogos, but they it wasn't you know the real shit. It was it was after. It's just you know it was the watered down version pretty much. So I have this personal yearning to know what is that shit like, you know, in real life because I know there's nothing like it. Um, but I feel like for people that have already lived it, for people that, you know, were in those bands, for people that were promoting, for people that even were going to the joints, it's like they're okay with having the crack, you know what I mean, um, the, the the mix on the, on, the, on, the, on the internet, whatever site. Oh, yeah, you, you like whatever it, like, little pirated stream. Yeah, they're okay with that. They don't, I, I feel like people are okay with it being a nostalgia piece. But I've always been interested in how can we transform, if this is really the heart of, black culture in 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 the area in my opinion the area won't go nowhere without that that's just i think in terms of theology and just like you know just like an objective like how culture travels like if this is the root of 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 culture here it's gonna need to be incorporated and reinvented somehow you would think it's possible yeah if 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 nigerian fuji bands can pop up in maryland then Gogo can at least leave the state. Yeah, and there's also like, you know, they do Gogo in Elkridge. 
Like there's there's places where they play go go every really? Sunday in Elkridge. Yeah, I, I think they do it in Nottingham. Why did you never told me this? Um, I I I think I might have mentioned it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I wasn't really pressed to go to a go go in Elkridge. But you know, it's just like a go go band that performs there. I don't think it's yeah yeah nah. That's that's what so so from the court not go go's that I've been to, but yeah, like I've been on H Street. You know when. Uh, TCB or Reaction Band is just playing outside and the and the crowd forms like I like that. I still want the bands to perform. Like I'm there for the music, not even for the party to be honest. I feel you. So and and so I'll say that the performances like the music is still uh I think the music is a little bit more prevalent and alive than the event scene, the party scene is for sure. Um but yeah, like I said, bro, I, I'm just thinking of bands. I'm thinking of like Latunde Silver, I'm thinking of all of the like Fuji. Cause like nigga, there's so much similarity between our Fuji music and Gogo. I was even thinking, I you know, I, I remember I had a um I remember around the time when uh Iotami and Manny Wells came on the show and I was talking about how Afrobeats might be the key to like, you know, black music in this area kind of like, you know, just taking a different type of leap and a different type of stance. Um and even just the thought of me saying now that, like, you know, in terms of Gogo having to, you know, being the foundation, there are similarities between Gogo and, and, and Afrobeats or just Fuji music or African music. So, you know, that it's like that would be a wild pairing, but I would uh, yeah, and it wouldn't even be that wild. I would love to see somebody try it. Man. Like, I'll never, ever forgive Wale for performing 88 at one of those shows at the Fillmore, you know, the December shows that he liked to do. I think it was right after Festivus. He dropped that mixtape. I'll never forgive him for performing that record without the band. Like he had a band there, and they didn't. And they didn't do the and record. the lot and the record with the live band on it. He performed off the aux. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Live instrumentation is always king to me, man. And Gogo has a unique place in the culture. It has a very unique opportunity as well um, to push the musical culture forward in general. Um, I'll shout out everybody that's making music to incorporate it, you know. But yeah, I think that I think that a lot of people's mentality is way too localized, man, for <laughs> GoGo to go where it needs to be. But, yeah, it might and, be true, man. Yeah, I'm gonna just listen to what I remember and what I got. I think, and, um, I think, uh, quickly speaking, I think it's weird that Wiley wasn't in the in the KD documentary. Hmm, that's kind of weird. I just thought about that. Um, I, I do. <laughs> I mean, Wiley don't hoop. He does well. Wally doesn't hoop, but he's a huge basketball fan, and he's a DC native or PG native or he area, is a PG area native, mm-hmm. and he's in black culture. I mean, I mm-hmm. just thought it would be a you know an alley oop, but um, Dude, oh wow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm literally right. I'm literally yeah. sitting right here. Yeah. I'm sitting right you know virtually next to you, yeah. and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. it's very unique. <laughs> It's very unique that this and they had a go-go section and they had a go <laughs> a music section. Come on, man! Come on, what are we talking about, man? Yeah. Practice? That's a little. What are we talking about, That's a man? Weird. I do. I do want to shout out to Wiley though because I I I think um, he he did a great job um, with Phil. Um, <laughs> shout out to Phil Ade. Shout out to every Blue Moon. Shout out to Wiley. I just I just I I think it's. It's, I think it's unspoken. Like, for, for, in terms of the DMV, like people shit on Wale in terms of not helping artists from here. Blah blah blah. Yeah, he's like, a, he's the he's the scapegoat. Niggas shit on Wale. The, no, 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 not a scapegoat. The, no, a scapegoat, but yeah. the sacrificial the lamb. Sacrificial lamb. Yeah, but 
Wallet. <laughs> the nigga just took wallet. <laughs> it's funny how those are both terms. Like they're just coined yeah. terms, and one is a goat and, and one, one is a lamb. sheep. Yeah. Anyway, my bad, man. But both of them shits getting killed. Slaughtered, nigga. Yeah. I soon spree, big nigga. Fact, big fact. Um, but it, like Wally did a great job, you know, taking Phil under his wing. You know, I'm still tight at Wale for taking Phil out to L.A. I feel like there's too much L.A. in both of their, um, in both of their in music, both of their, in both of their musical palettes. <laughs> but that's just because I'm from where I'm from. But I do want to say that, you know, just in terms of like the progression, um, I feel like Wale learned songwriting. Um, like, you know, it's like he went to the he, he went to L.A. to learn the art of songwriting. Let me ask you and, a question on that I, songwriting. Yeah, and, and Phil did the same as well. I feel like Phil almost is, is a different, like, you know, he's a different player, so he's he's doing his own shit with it. But I just want to commend, you know, those two guys. Um, and, you know, I, I, I really fuck with Phil's project. I feel I feel as though, even though I'm, I'm so used to him, keep, keep your question in mind, I'm so used to Phil rapping that I, I miss the rapping. I miss the introspective raps. That's what I love rappers for. Um, but I think that's probably what this wasn't for. Um, you know, it's probably for the album. But um, he definitely, you know, the songs is just great. It's a great vibe, man. It's a great, like, you know, it's 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 great DC music. It's great PG music. It's great, like, you know, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Sunday. What music. makes music PG music? The nigga that made it? Um, yes and no. I think, um, you know, there's references that he was um, speaking about the content. Um, I think also, you know, he had a quote about, um, you know, our area is extremely centered around nightlife. Um, and I think the quote that he said was that a lot of times, you know, on those nights that I mentioned, you know, you'll leave a spot and get a text uh, and then get a text that says, what are you doing after? So that's the Which text is the name of the getting. tape. Yeah, exactly. What are you doing after is the name of the tape. So, that don't feel so, like making, so it's a PG tape because of it's it's culturally relevant. It's culturally relevant. Like we all know that that we we all get that text. And it's like we all like dog, we are we are a busy place. Like it's yeah. all about like what you know what I mean? Like I think that's more so than any other place. Um so I, I just feel as though, you know, that vibe, like that's you know, we are all have that same mindset. We we're heavily um, reliant on nightlife. We're heavily reliant on just you know connecting um, and and the issues that come with that. Um, so and he spoke about all of those things heavily on this joint. I, I, I I'm surprised and I was surprised when I found this out. I shouldn't have been surprised because history always repeats itself. But I did not know that U Street was such a historical like commerce center in D.C. Yeah. From like, you know, generations and generations before us. Like, we definitely have a different vantage point, a different perspective of what U Street is, yeah. um, just because of how old we are and yeah. what age we met U Street at. But it's very, very interesting um, to learn, you know, again, a part of the In the Water doc when they talk about, you know, D.C. and the mi migration from, you know, I think it was from D.C. to P.G. after, you know, we mm -hmm. have epidemics, we have rioting, we I have social I think it was after Martin Luther King got assassinated. Exactly. There's a lot Civil of riots in D.C. Exactly. So, you know, but that is something something that I did know that a lot of P.G. and D.C. people didn't know or didn't, you know, learn about their history is that they're the same niggas. Dog, which is are. why I argue so much about the tribalism thing is because because we not from there. I had to learn certain things to feel comfortable in my environment. We are literally all the same nigga. 
Um, that's that's the moral story, bro. It's actually interesting. I I shit on PG, uh, you know, residents and descendants a lot just because <laughs> I wasn't always familiar with them, and I think that's also the lesson of the story is we're always confused and we're always this this we always dislike what we don't understand. Um, but PG has a lot of historical and historically black significance in terms of Maryland, like, and, I, and that was just, you know, it sounds, it sounds so fucking obvious when I say that, but if you don't know, you just don't know, and I wasn't aware of that up until the past, you know, couple years, but even in terms of this documentary showing how, like, you know, literally black affluence was, you know, in this area has been centered in or around PG and DC since the beginning of, you know, when we were here, it's like, you know, that will make you respect an area. You know what I'm saying? More than people calling the shit Pretty Girl County and all that bullshit. But like but yeah, um that you know, it's just, you know, shout out to KD for that documentary. I'm tight it was only thirty minutes long. Um and you There know, was so much I thought they were gonna get to that I looked up and it was ten minutes left. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this yeah. could have been it was it, they did a good job. Also, though. what where the fuck is the soundtrack? Like I don't know. Oh, understand. it's gonna come. I, I hope it does come because I don't understand like I don't understand how people move. Like, am I wrong that usually when things drop, the soundtrack drops with the shit? Well, actually, usually what happens is the soundtrack will drop, drop before, before the movie. Okay. So, and then why are niggas being so secretive about this soundtrack? Like, nigga, we, like, nigga, y'all put, y'all record music. I, I really have a problem, and I've said this over and over again. The productivity of the most talented people in this area, it pains me. Oh, they ain't they 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 sitting on the pot. They ain't shitting, man. Yo, if y'all did all this shit and y'all been telling me about these records for how many months and almost years now? It's artists that I seen crying about not getting a placement, like you know them having this big opportunity on the horizon, and it just is perfect timing that the KD dot comes out because their post pretty much sounds like they didn't get their placement. On the KD doc. And I'm just thinking, damn, nigga, you was waiting on that. You had, you know, 364 other days in the year to drop music. And we only have but like two singles from you in the past 18 months. I don't think that you should have put all your eggs in this basket. I also would like to think that maybe your inactivity is probably why niggas ain't giving you what you think you deserve. Maybe you the only reason that maybe you're the only nigga that thinks you deserve that. Based off of how much you in the studio, Dog, but we're not hearing that. There's shit. niggas, there's niggas on the soundtrack posting it like, you know, there's niggas that are on the soundtrack that posted it like their song came out, and I didn't hear the song. Nigga, the like, only nigga with some music on that soundtrack is IDK, and that's for a reason. God bless, man. That single that came out with Big Flock and all them niggas, like I, you know, I didn't even press play on that for reasons that I won't say right now. Um, you know, that's just not my vibe, but. I'm like, yo, I just, I'm confused, man. So I really hope that shit comes out. Um, I just, I just can't wait until, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little more privy to, to, to some of these things because I don't like being confused. I think, I think we need to. I, I, I see us getting to a place, hopefully, and I think I'm just gonna get to this place. We've talked about just letting niggas fuck up sometimes, you know, that we're not rappers, we're not artists, right now anyway. So we don't feel, you know, any type of way about critiquing the rest of the industry. But it's a reason why we, you know, don't talk about other podcasts so much. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't I don't really care to like 
wake niggas up to why I'm better than them. Nah, when it, I'm just I'm just a fan at the end of the day. So it's like I just you know I, yeah that's just my honest opinion. Not even like I would have done it better. It's just me personally as a consumer. Like I'm I'm honestly saying I would love to hear the music. Yeah, I would love for this shit to be different. This shit to be different. Like it's just you know. But like I, as I started, I was saying like you know shout out to KD for for doing that. You know what I mean? It ain't it ain't like trying to t tell you how to do your job better, you know what I mean? Like, just shout out to KD and, you know, that, like, even the fact that they put Gogo in it, Mike Beasley, Curtis Malone, they mentioned, like, all the hoopers, they they did, in terms of basketball, they did their research and due, Smith. and due diligence. Shout out yeah. Nolan Smith, man. Shout out to Quinn Cook. Um, they they really did their due diligence. Uh, DeMar, what was it DeMar Johnson, I think? DeMar Johnson. Yeah, shout out to- I think to, his first round pick, 2000. Yeah, shout out to, to the Hawks. Victor Oladipo. Shout out um, Vic, man. Yeah, yeah they did- Hold the math, the Catholic, shout out Wise, yeah. you know, Henry A. Wise High School. Yeah, uh, they did a great job. Man. You know what I mean? Um, what, I, what I was saying with that point was just that I'm about to stop giving the fuck if- some of these artists ever reach a level of productivity like the accountability talks that we're having i just think that you know i i ain't where i'm at yet so i can't you, you know what i'm saying like that's kind of where i'm going is like you know i i i have I, I we can find ourselves having a lot to say about how other people are conducting their business man and end of the day until i'm put in a position where you're asking me to manage you i have less and less to say about it i just wish better and hope better for you um like I, but said, yeah, I just want to hear the music man niggas are where they at for a reason and that's that reason. Um, I want to ask you a question. What does what you're watching say about you? Uh, it might say that you're bored. No, like specifically what you're watching. Like what does like the genre or just like, you know, what does what does the content of what you're watching say about you? Or does it have? Are you idea? asking me specifically about what I'm watching or just in general? Uh, both. Have to look at it. Both. OK, so I can answer both. In general, I think. Um, what you're watching, what you're choosing to watch just, you know, says about you that you want a different perspective than your own in general. Right. Like we literally live vicariously through these characters, through these shows, whatever you're watching anime. Like it's literally to live vicariously through the people that you're watching, the characters that you're watching, because you're curious as to what that shit looks like. It could be fiction, nonfiction. What you're watching at a very baseline, and I think it goes to literally everyone who watches anything, you're watching it because it's not possible to live more than one life. Mm -hmm. So in terms of what I'm watching, a um, lot of documentaries. I just, you know, we got the Showtime 30-day trial. I seen Ron Artest got a doc on there. Victor Cruz, Kobe's Muse is on there. It's hella Showtime fighting docs on there Too that I'm about to, to watch. Too hot. I mean, I'm about to get to that. I mean, but do you have a... Are you trying to lead the witness? You can just say the <laughs> shit. Because he asked the question because I've, I've watched... I finished Too Hot to Handle finally, man. It took forever um, because I guess I just wasn't as interested in it in general. I feel like, bro, as much time as I have to watch TV right now, I'm not watching shit. Like, I'm watching yeah, shit. I, I mean, because that's why I said that because I know there's shit that we might catch in, like, clips and shit, and there's, like, shit that we're interested in watching. But I know what I've seen you watching, and and I know you've been watching shit where I haven't seen you. But I know like mostly what you, when you're probably watching TV is not you know when you're alone type shit, and it's not probably when we're alone. It's just you know what I'm saying. Like it's a it's there's an influence. Yeah, obviously. what you're watching could literally be based well, on who you're watching it exactly, with. Exactly, 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 exactly. Um, but yeah, God bless, man. Um, anybody that got some dope shit. Dope shit to watch on Netflix and shit. This is like week ten of quarantine, and I'm I'm running out of options. So, 
send me some shit you think um, I might want to watch based on who you think I am. Is Billions still makes. making new episodes? Billions, I think I might start Billions. It's yeah. on Showtime too, I think. Billions is an extremely good show. There's these shows that showcase extreme um, just how fucked up white people are. Billions is one of them. Succession is also one of them. Um, it shows cases how, how extremely rich they are, but also how fucked up they are. It's what like, they got to do like, to get there. Exactly. It's like the deep, dark, secret web of like white people. It's, and it's and you niggas need to stop thinking that fiction is just fiction, man. No, 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 no. Life does not imitate art, nor does art imitate life. Life is art. And one cannot coexist without the other. Damn. God bless. Um, but yeah... So, uh, Billions, I think they were supposed to release a new season, but they stopped shooting, much like many shows. Um, so, I don't think they put a new season out, but could definitely go watch that shit if anybody uh, needs, needs a, suge- a suggestion. Um, I was watching that LSD season. documentary on Netflix, too. I just started that shit. Did you know there's a, a documentary on ESPN Films, or it might be on Netflix, about a pitcher, there's a black pitcher in like the 70s that, um, that pitched the game on LSD? How did he perform? I think he did well, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I need to watch this shit. <laughs> and it also it depends on whose perspective, you know, because, you know, he was in the alter reality. Exactly. He, might he have was he on did. another plane. <laughs> he might have been the goat on his plane of existence. You know what I'm saying? Who's to say? Yeah. It's all relative, man. Yeah, Stay woke, nigga. I want to, um, I want to once again, thank you, KD. Um, shout out to KD. Shout out to In the Water documentary. Shout out to uh, the Jordan documentary is fucking phenomenal. Um, I'm not even going to go into that. We could do a whole episode on that. Um, shout out to TJ Jones. He has a sports, sports evasion, sports, sport evasion. That's the name of yeah, his podcast. Yeah, sport evasion podcast. Yeah. Um, and he's probably going to do something about, um, the Jordan joint. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that, but that is just like, you don't even have to be a basketball fan. That's just a motivational how to live your life. And I'll just keep it at that, man. It's, it's, it's that good. It's, 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 it's up there with the alchemist on, in terms of if you, want, if you want to live a better life, go watch that joint. And if you don't want to play that way, yeah, don't play don't, that don't, way. Don't, don't play the game. Um, and uh, shout out to um, Phil Day for the EP, man. That joint was really dope. Thank you. Um, looking forward to the album. Who, who, to- who do you think has more L.A. influence in their music, Wale or Phil Day? Who whose music can you hear the LA in more? Well, I can't, I can't, I can't um, objectively say that because Phil hasn't put out as much music as Wale. Um, I think. Well, in terms of, well, let me ask I, you this. I want to hear an album first from Phil, just to answer your question before I can say that. Before because we had these two projects that are uh, always something. Yeah, yeah, they're just you know they're records. I want to see an album first, but yeah, what was, what was the question you were going to ask? Yeah, that was just the question. So, so I was, I think a better way that I could frame it is that okay, the difference between. Obviously, okay, Phil's last two projects and the last time yeah, he like, dropped an album. Exactly. I would say Phil, but I can't even say that because, like, his, like, you know, the, those underground albums, like, A Different World, um, start, starting from, starting on JV or some shit. I forget what the fuck that The first called. one, right? Yeah. Um, Phil Out Day Fridays, like, those were, like, street albums. So... If I'm going off that, I'll say Wale because Wale has just more of an industry sound. But if I'm going off of the you know the past five years, these these last two tapes that Phil put out sound like you know they sound like industry vibes. sounding. Yeah, they sound like vibes. But he still has his own flavor on it. So um, I'll just you know I'm just I'm just waiting on the on the on the album. Um, I, I, I definitely want to. Um, I want to appreciate Phil and Matt. They dropped on the same day, but they're they're, they're vastly uh, different sounds from the same 
from the same general area. Um, in terms of Phil, you know, this tape wasn't really, you know, you didn't get, you didn't get the the deep, you know, the the confessions. You know, what I mean, you didn't get the, the uh, the, you know, you didn't get to see inside of Phil's heart. You know, what I mean, on this joint per se. You know, what I mean, he gave you a taste, but this wasn't really the project for that. Match joint is. A, a lot more everything starts from now yeah, yeah man, everything starts from now go go get that man it's everywhere a, it's, it's a lot more introspective it's a, it cuts deeper it's but it's not in the traditional way of being introspective bro, that joint and both of these projects sound so fucking good bro it's just as good music to play so good it's talk so, about it's, lifting your mood taking uh, you literally out of this gloomy ass quarantine stuffy house it's easily digestible but there's still things to digest if you want you know what i mean like that's that's honestly the mark of great music if it's e if it's easy for me to get into and then damn okay once i actually sit down and actually get into it there's a whole nother layer like that's the that's the mark and i think both of them did a great job with those two projects that man. just so means that it's thing. digestible for all for all ages, all, all all ages. <laughs> you know what i'm saying whether you're a casual listener or you're a hip-hop head quote-unquote um, you or can, you, like you know, lyrics or vibes. both people, both classes, everyone can take something from it. And that's great. You know, a lot of people like a lot of I, I was in. A, I just joined the group chat. Um, shout out to Moni, uh, Moni Oshibodu, or Bad Girl Mo. She's added me to a group chat. Uh, this is like a music based, you know, we just talk about albums and shit. And niggas, you know, in light of the verses that has been happening, started to create their own matchups. And, you know, one of the matchups that just made me twist my face was you know lupe fiasco versus schoolboy q yeah, and bro. i didn't understand at all at like literally at all what would make you pit those two people together even if it's like traditional versus record for record i still don't get why that is you know what i mean but but the conversations uh about you know comparing catalogs and verses and things i just realized there's a lot more rappers that only a certain group of people can take from their music, you know, and that even includes the the highly touted, the best spitters of the best spitters. A casual listener can't enjoy that music. Yeah, man, it's 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 definitely a gift to be able to um, reach different types of people. I think that's the greatest gift of an of an artist and a creative. It's like how many different types of people can you reach, um, you know? But uh, is there anything you know you want to get off your chest? Say to the people, man. Um, listen, man, if you're local here, uh, there are some changes happening. Uh, you know, I know that they said so-and-so opened, go get your, you know, people are doing to go happy hour drinks. Just be safe, be mindful. Uh, make sure that your immediate environment is in order. I think that everyone, whether you want to take this opportunity to go outside or not make sure that your immediate environment is in order make sure that literally your intimate space is secure it's safe so you can come back home to a safe place if anything um and that you can take that however you want to take it um just make sure that your immediate environment is organized shout out my man henry man the most organized nigga i know it's <laughs> <laughs> a little insider for just the two of us stay organized my friends 
Um, yeah, man. Hey, you know this world is changing fast. Even though the world, it feels like the world is at a standstill. Um, just know that you know life is still coming at you fast, whether you realize it or not, man. So, so get ready, get your shape up ready, get your edges ready, get your makeup ready, get your get your uh, get your shoes ready. Just prepare to um, prepare to have the light shine on you again. I know a lot of niggas been in the dark for a couple weeks, man. Prepare to come outside again. Um, and you know we look forward to seeing y'all, man. <laughs> Listen, been, you niggas see my skin, man. Like you know whether I'm inside or out, whether I'm dark in, in the darkness or in the light of day, man. You see, I'm still shining. That's what I've been focused on doing during this quarantine. So, you niggas organize yourself however you feel appropriate, man. Big fact. Thank you for tapping into another episode of the Breaking Bread Podcast on Bread TV. If you like this episode, we strongly encourage you to share with the creative or anyone who you think could use some bread. God bless. She don't love me. It's alright. Till the sun come up.